Earring is racing through the Wilderen towards the towards Birch Grove. Longway has positioned himself in an opening in the defenses, anticipating that the faceless ones are going to be coming from the east as they have before. Mokui is is with Longway and Sun, and Dash is up in the Queen's chambers, having engaged a, a faceless one spy, assassin perhaps. And Madri has made his way up to the top of the tree and is facing the assassin slash spy, who is now caught between Dash and, and Madri. From the forest, you hear three calls from Earring's horn. There is a still a column of flame off in the distance that you can see very clearly. Uh, forms begin moving out of the flame towards your your location. Madri, you are at the top of the tree on a stairway that has no railing. Apparently OSHA isn't a thing in the wilderness. In front of you and with the door to the queen's chambers at his back is the assassin. Dash, you can see the assassin as well. His back is to you. It looks like he made a speedy escape out the door, uh, trailing uh, a trail of blood as he stepped on that broken vase that you hurled at him. You just gave me a gift. A gift. (laughs) Madri reaches forward, lunges forward with two hands and grabs the uh, assailant by by his shirt and throws him off the edge after I roll. I attempt to grab... 11. 11 is a miss. No! He dips up under your your attack and moves in with his sword. 14? No. 14 is a miss. Dash? Um, Dash sees him take a swing at something a little lower on the staircase, a little farther through the doorway, and launches himself at his back. How are you launching yourself? Are you launching yourself like Superman style? I am running and launching Superman style head first, both hands out in order to grapple this guy. That's a 17. 17 is a good hit. So you are grappling? I am grappling. If I have to do a little climbing first, I will climb up. Uh, he will attempt to oppose your grapple for a moment. He he wrestles around and, and squirms about and you end up getting him in a very awkward grapple hold, which consists of your entire body uh, wrapping up his his arms. Earring, you race through the forest. Um, You can see the outline of Longway and Sun standing at the barricade. Uh, Longway, very easily recognizable by his hat, and Sun is just huge. The three of you see the sprinting form of earring running towards you he's got his horn still in his hand and behind him is a column of flaming faceless ones charging through the woods weapons drawn coming towards you not a sound is uttered you can smell that pungent odor of burning flesh for the purpose of combat we'll we'll do the round robin style starting with mokui so what's in my vicinity there is a, a barricade of fallen trees that were felled specifically for the purpose of building a barricade, as well as some of the other stuff that was used prior. Sun, long way. Several uh, of the, the fairy soldiers are there, bows at the ready. Uh, the elderly fairy warrior is leaning upon his strung bow. Looks like he's actually taking a nap. Okay, um, I'm just going to hold my action until... Some of the enemies come through the barrier, and then I will attack. Earring? Um, approximately how long have I been running? What's the distance? It's it's several yards. You probably ran no, the I mean, distance I mean of... from the, the site where they teleported in to just past the barricades. A couple miles. So uh, Earring is going to make his way past the barricades and then get past and take a sec to to breathe because he's been just hauling for that entire time. Son? Uh, 
Sun sees the enemy approaching on fire, uh, is a bit unnerved, and steps up behind Longway and uh, hand on shoulder, lightly, a quick prayer, uh, a cast of vigilant blessing to make Longway even more prepared. Should that first action be upon him, he would have advantage in his initiative role. Thank you. And Longway. You also have like a bunch of civilians still, too, right? They haven't been. They were going to leave in the morning. Is that my understanding? Yes, they were. And I do not believe we have reached morning. We have not. It is still still night. Now, they are gathered at the gate opposite the one we're being attacked from. So, uh, as, as I recall that there are so many civilians, uh, I, I do take this time to turn and hustle to them and say, start moving. You don't have your stuff, it doesn't matter. Move. Get out the gate. Go, 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 go. And I prompt the queen and her handlers to try to motivate the people to move with some quickness. All right, so they're, they're heading out the western gate. Yes. Yep. Long way? Um, I'm hearing, I'm not hearing any arrows whistles through the air or anything like that, am I? Nope. Okay, then I'm going to slowly move forward. I'm not going to wait till they actually get to the barricade. I'm going to move up like 30 feet um, and try to to slow or impede the flow as I uh, and wait for the first couple in line to finally get to us. And there'll be so much easier to hit now that they're alight. And yeah, it, very easy to see. Oh, yeah. And Madri, from out of nowhere comes Dash and leaps upon the back of this, this, this assassin and wraps him up in probably the most awkward grapple hold you have ever seen. Uh, but it seems to be effective nonetheless. And he has him grappled up on the steps of the the old snow birch. I'm going to punch at the uh, faceless one. I'll give you advantage because he's grappled. 25. That'll hit. Okay. Uh, Madri uh, goes after one of the knees. <sighs> Punches him in the knee. Been a while. I haven't rolled these dice in a while. It's going to be uh, four damage, and then I use a key point and come out on the other side. Or same knee, other side of the knee. Do I also have advantage on that one? I'll give you advantage on one only. Okay, sounds good. 23. Show off. <laughs> Five more damage to his knee. His, his knee buckles. And he lurches to the side and reaches out and tries to grab a hold of you and grabs a hold of your shirt as he's teetering on the brink of the stairs. And the the height of the tree is dizzying. It's you can see a lot of stuff going on below you, and it looks like like a bunch of ants running about, going about their ant business. Um, and then you you catch this look of utter shock on Dash's face because his back is, is, is pointing to that, all that empty space <laughs> for the fall. And he releases his grip as it slides slowly down your, your gi and he plummets like Hans Gruber from Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> Fly, you fool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think he can fly. <laughs> Dash, you are you are free falling. Um, They're after the tree. Um, should I should I play uh, when I do the edit? Should I put in uh, Tom Petty? <laughs> <laughs> um, during this several seconds of combat, how far down will we plummet? Um, all the way, probably. Um, it's, then, it's, uh, when it looks like we're, you know, 30, 40 feet from the bottom, I'll let go and start gliding. Um, you think you, you may hit critical velocity before that and may end up, uh, folding your wings up on themselves. It, it's, it's 500 feet around. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a quick descent. Then uh, as soon as it feels like the wind is not going to rip my wing off, then I will let go. Um, you let go and you 
you're watching over the edge because Dash is falling with him, and uh, he releases his grip, and the thing is assassins reaching all around him trying to grab a hold of 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 dash or maybe a branch um and uh dash lets go and he begins his his free fall and pivots slightly and begins to glide towards one of the branches the assassin manages to hit multiple branches on, on his way down. These are massive, massive branches. So these aren't little crackling branches. It's not like Rambo jumping off the mountain into the, the big pine tree. He's um, bouncing off these gigantic tree-like branches on his way down. Um, he utters a shriek for a moment until the first impact of a branch silences him. And then his body, like a rag doll, um, limbs splayed out in an awkward way just he falls until he disappears um and the impact is such that those of you on the ground um are immediately startled it was almost like an explosion there was a spray of of blood and and innards as this creature impacts on the ground um, a, uh, a shriek, like a unified shriek from the soldiers on the ground as this thing hits. Fortunately, he didn't land on anybody. <clears throat> um, and, uh, Madri dusts off his gi and starts walking down the stairs, Lily. Now the, the stairs are on the outside of the tree. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd assume they were. It's a inside. spiral set of staircases there that it winds up the tree to the very, very top. But there's, there's other doors and the whatnot in, in various locations on the tree for other, uh, other homes or, or, uh, taverns, the, the whatnot it is, it is a tree of massive proportions, even for someone the size of sun. Who has to duck to get in? But it's it's still massive. It's a walk to get around it. As Dash lands on the branch, he is going to look down below him, cup his hands over his mouth, and scream down. They're after the birch. Perception? Uh, should I roll perception to see if I perceive? What's that? your passive perception? You well the the impact of this thing has caught your attention. Uh, 13 is my passive. Same. Um, you you hear a voice yelling something about the birch. You don't know really where it's coming from, maybe up in the tree. Um, you can see Madri chugging down the stairs, uh, looking rather large on these narrow stairs. He he's, looks like he's being very careful. Yeah, one... I perceive there's an emergency, but I'm moving civilians, so I continue on my path. I'm going to ask one of the militiamen to go over and identify whatever that was that landed on the ground. He uh, immediately um, runs um, over. Yep. You're not there. You're 30 feet past that's the barricade. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right, too. Yeah, I'm outside, so I may not have heard the what was going on. So. Good call, friend. Thank you. And Mokui, the... Faceless ones are beginning to close in on uh, Longway's position, which is about 30 feet outside of the barricade. They are aflame. The column of flames is much smaller. It's still burning. You can still see it flickering in the distance up on that rise in the uh, glen. But they're charging silently down, uh, weapons drawn. I'll make my own. Over uh, the head over to Longway's position, you said. Yep. Out. A, a flame. They are. Uh, they are on fire. I'll make my way to Longway's position, and then I'm going to hold my action, because I'm going to blow them back with the canteen. I'm going to use a geyser effect on them. Our faithless on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so once they're in range, then I'll unlo- unleash the geyser. Okay. Um, you wait a moment, standing by Longway's side, and they are well within range. You can see 
them blazing, um, their features melting, they're not uttering a word, they're not attempting to extinguish themselves, their weapons are at the ready, and many of them are, are engulfed in flame. Others are no longer engulfed, but still there's patches of them burning. There's that stink of burnt flesh. They're even more gruesome in appearance with with the, the charred flesh and their features kind of melting into um, themselves. Okay, so any creature, that well, I'm aiming to set the ones that come through the wall. Um, the geyser creates a, a target must make a DC 13 strength saving throw or take 1d4 damage and fall prone. Okay. DC what? 13. 13. Um, you, you're out with Longway, who's outside of the barricade. Right, so once they're in range, that's what I'm going to okay. do. No, I saw that first roll. I saw that roll, too. Saw that one, too. Fuck, Scott. Are your digital gotcha. dice treating you the same way every, uh, no, your usual no, dice no. do? You've already rolled like four fucking times. You had a two, a two, a six, and a 15. Oh, my. There's another 15. 18. They're warming up now. So what does this look like? What is your, your is it a jug, a decanter? It's, oh. a, it's a decanter. And I'm you know, bracing myself because it's 30 gallons of water shooting out. Did you ever see Prince on stage with his guitar between his legs? <laughs> Squirting the crowd. It's more like no. a guar concert. <laughs> no, no. Rammstein. Rammstein. Uh, I don't know if you guys. We need some pyrotechnics for that. <laughs> so you pull the stopper out and this, this deluge erupts from this rather small decanter. And, uh, it washes away seven of the first 12. And the other five had made their saving throws. So those other seven will take two points each. Okay. Um, they are extinguished. They are extinguished. Long way. Are any within range to engage in combat? The five yeah. that are remaining. Yes. Then I will attack. Um, I will close in on the. I'll close in on the the first one, and make an attack with my, my sword. Uh, that is not going to hit. That is yeah, uh, a eleven is not going to hit. So did I will. You, did you roll with advantage? Because some gave you advantage. Oh, that's right too. Thank you for reminding me. I did not, and it still misses. <laughs> Uh, just to confirm, I gave advantage on initiative. Oh, oh okay. So that's okay. It failed anyway. So. I was going to wait and see if it failed before I said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honest. I swear. I swear that's the way it was supposed to be. Um, so, yeah, that I, I missed with uh, a longsword. And so I will uh, engage with my hand axe instead. Okay. And that is just as bad. Same target? Same target. So I'll, both attacks miss. You, you move in with your long sword. Uh, the creature parries with uh, one of its wielding twin hand axes, and it parries your thrust with your uh, short sword, or your, your hand axe, hand axe um, locking both heads of the hand axe up. It uh, grimaces at you. You don't know if it's a smile. or It's hard to tell because the... The lips, even though it doesn't really have lips, those, it's, it's now just this massive toothy grin with the absence of the flesh surrounding the teeth. Sun? So Sun has caught up with the civilians and is starting to push them out the eastern, western gate. Uh, now, I, I'm not going to stand around long enough for them to get themselves fully together, but I want them to know that they need to be in motion now. Uh, so I get that process started, and once I feel confident that the two handmaidens shepherding the queen are really got the, under control, I turn back, and I sprint at full speed to what's an obvious uh, full-on attack at this point. There's some uh, younger civilians that are uh, leading the, the charge out of the gate, uh, kind of setting the pace, if you will, for um, 
them to them to leave. They're beginning to take to the air. There's this uh, kind of unified hum as uh, several of the the uh, the fairies begin to uh, take flight um, out the western gate and towards one of the neighboring groves. Dash, you have you have safely landed on a branch. You've hollered down to your um, to your comrades in arms, and Madri is chugging his way down the stairs of the massive snow birch. What are you going to do? I am going to uh, take the easy way down, and um, seeing as the staircase spirals around the tree, I'm going to drop from one point to the next point where I can hit the staircase to the next point where I can hit the staircase until I hit the ground. Dash is making a, a much much speedier descent uh, than you, um, but having wings tends to, even if one set is a little crooked, uh, having, his, having wings certainly is a great benefit. Before long, he is uh, standing on terra firma. Um, you continue your descent down the tree um, far more awkwardly than the ascent was, um, growing ever concerned that you may slip and, and teeter off the edge. Eventually you make it to the ground as, um, a rush of these, these flaming creatures begins to cascade over the, um, the barricade that was set up in, in the midst of the, this wave of these, these things is Longway and um, uh, Mokui. And they look almost like a, a stone in the river. Uh, the, the tide is parting around them, um, but they are, they are still engaged with, uh, with their, their enemies. Um, several uh, groups of combatants are, are seen at the... At the barricades and within within the grove itself, the the fairy militia have engaged with them. Um, the archers have fallen back and are selectively picking off targets with um, with great skill. <coughs> the elderly archer is standing in the middle of middle of the crowd of of combatants, calmly drawing arrows and letting them fly. Um, He's frail and kind of rickety until he draws back his bow, and then and then he seems he seems very very capable, very very competent. His his arrows fly true, and he is picking off um, several of the enemies. And now let's move into into combat, earring. So Aaron's going to drop his horn, uh, catch as much breath as he can, pull out his longbow, knock an arrow, and fire. Fuck you, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) At least it wasn't a one. (laughs) Marcus, I rolled 17 fucking ones during that week. 17. It was impressive. Next to that asshole. It's pretty epic. That sounds right for you, Frank. Yeah. First roll of the day. First roll of the game. One. Yeah, oh, he had a two, two, ones. Ones. two ones. Two ones. Two ones. I had advantage and I rolled two ones. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Son? Son, having reached the gate and seeing the uh, ruckus going on, seeing his uh, partners enter melee, uh, is going to pull his two-handed sword uh, and stride confidently forward. Well, crouch to get through the gate, and then stride confidently forward, uh, swinging. Now, how far from the gate, the barricade, are the first combatants? They are. Um, they have spilled over the barricade into the grove itself, and there are like there are groups of combatants. Um, then I don't even need to leave the the, the compound. I, I will just no. have, have my two-handed sword swinging, ready to hit the closest one to me, honestly. So let's see how that goes. Uh, a roll of two won't be helped by many pluses. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> uh, 
So I swing and I miss and I growl angrily and I move myself into even closer proximity to as many as possible without leaving the sphere of anyone close to me. Long way? Um, I have a target-rich environment. Yes. So I have the one that's got my hand axe grappled up with his, but I have another hand. So we'll take a swing with the sword. And that is what is going on. That is horrible. Yeah, I, I, there's not enough pluses here to make that work. <laughs> so uh, since that missed and he's got my hand axe uh, tied up, I'm going to pivot and use a tail strike. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a 17. 17 will hit. Okay. Uh, dex, uh, dex saving throw of 13 or he is not prone. And that is going to be max damage for nine points damage. There is a, a crack like that of a whip. And the faceless one you have engaged with is taken off his feet as your 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 tail knocks them out from underneath him. And he lands uh, limbs splayed out on his back. There is a rush of air that you can hear exit his body as he hits the ground. Dash, the angry barbarian fairy. How far are the nearest faceless ones? A, a mere couple of strides. Half your movement speed will get you to the nearest group of combatants that uh, are... I will head towards that group, the fairy combatants there. I will I will yell at them, get your youngest in the tree to guard, they teleport. And then I will draw my non-plus one longsword, considering I left the other one upstairs, and attack the nearest faceless one. That's a 20. Dirty. <laughs> it just a dirty twenty is way dirtier when when you're rolling it. Okay, roll your damage. <laughs> That's eight. Eight points of damage. You um you move in with a thrust just as uh several young fairies take flight and start uh buzzing their way up to the top of the tree leaving you a couple of the uh, older fairies there to manage the group of combatants. Madri? Madri, out of breath, uh, sees the battle approaching and trucks on over to the battle. And uh, as he gets to his closest foe, he's going to lash out with a punch. You find yourself alongside Dash, who's uh, in the fray. Madri looks over and says, glad you're alive. Thanks for the trip down. Did you touch all of our dice, Scott? I did. <laughs> uh, Madger's going to use a key and with a flurry of blows. Into the mic. With a flurry of blows. Not that close. Does an 18 hit? Yes. Excellent. Uh, ooh, hey, let's do this thing. It's a four, which makes it cold damage. He comes forward with another punch of cold damage that is five points of damage. You strike your enemy, and immediately there is this this frostiness that appears on his chest as you as you drive your fist into him. And Mokui. I'm, I'm going to look for a group that is not near Longway, about 15 feet away. And I'm if there is one, I'm going to put myself in the center of that group. And I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. <laughs> but of course you are. The whole fucking week, you never cast the fucking spell. <laughs> wow. It's hop, hop, boom. <laughs> Secret spoilers for the Patreons. DC 14 saving throw. You have to yell, Thunder Wave. <laughs> thunder, 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 thunder wave. Ho! <laughs> If they fail, they take six points of damage and they push ten feet back. And if they make it, they take three. You know the cat man was waiting to be able to say that, right? Yep. <laughs> and the DC, target DC is what? Fourteen. Fourteen? The, um... 
Uh, I'm sorry. What was the Catman reference? I'm like Thundercats Ho. Oh, okay. (laughs) You uh, you cast you cast Thunder Wave, and um, this is the first time you've seen Mokui utilize this spell. He he reaches his fist up and slams it into the earth as he yells Thunder Wave, and there is this this roar of thunder that uh ripples across the ground um none of the none of the combatants around you fly backwards but it looks like they're they're bracing themselves against a a really strong wind um you can see their their clothes ripple and um their eyes squint then i'll use a bonus action okay and use one of my wild shapes all right (laughs) dire wolf it's puppy time. So there is a a a shriek of of pain from Mokui as he slowly begins to transform into his direwolf form, a crackling of bones and um, this display that is almost no matter how many times you see it, it is still very unnerving and off-putting, and soon he is replaced by this massive hairy creature who lets out a long howl. Earring, one of the faceless ones charges towards you and swipes at you with his battle axe. He rolls a 16. That'll hit. He hits you for five points of damage and keeps charging by towards um Dash and Madri's group. There are more individuals um, rushing towards you. Um, one of them has his battle axe at the ready and is caught in the side of the head by an arrow. The uh, elderly archer looks at you with a frown on his face. Pay attention. Not going to be around here to save your ass. Damn kids. Son, you are beset upon by two individuals who flank you. One of them rushes up and swipes at your belly with his sword. You are able to pivot out of the way while the other one comes in, and he rolls a a 16. That hits. As you pivot out of the way from the other gentle, the other uh, faceless one is colleague moves in and thrusts at you, taking you in the side for five points of damage. Ah! Long way. One, uh, one faceless one moves into you and, uh, takes a headshot. He must be sweaty or bloody because he loses his weapon as it flies into the woods. (laughs) Uh, another one moves in alongside of him and, Thrusts at your belly with his long sword. He rolls a twelve. That does not hit. You parry that out of your out of the way with with your long sword. The other one moves in and flanking you and makes another thrust in in your side. You are able to parry that out of the way with your your hand axe. That's all you got, boys. You can do better than this. Dash fourteen hits. One of them grabs you by the throat and lifts you up and cocks a hand axe back. Do you want to make an opposing grapple? I am grappled, yes. I will make the opposing grapple. I have a 15. Plus 318. He's got you up in the air. You swing your legs up. And wrap your legs around him, and you manage to get his thumb and are bending it back. Um, and he's trying to shake you off while he's swiping at you with his hand axe. Madri, two faceless ones move in on you. One rolls an 11, the other one a 17. 17 hits exactly. The first one moves in with a battle axe. You're able to block 
the battle axe by striking the shaft of the axe. The other one moves in, takes a swipe at you. You use a forearm block to absorb most of the blow, but you take two points of damage as it ricochets off your shell. And Mokui in the direwolf form. Yes. 18. Hits. The first faceless one of four moves in and (laughs) strikes you in the right flank with his battle axe. You take four points of damage. You see Mokui brace himself. The hair on his back begins to stand up and his lips curl up, baring his fangs. The other three move in. They have spears and they begin to thrust towards him. You are able to leap over spears and duck underneath them and to avoid the blows from the spear tips. <coughs> and Earring. Earring is going to drop his bow and grab his battle axe and... So there's some coming at him directly? Yes. Uh, he's going to attack double-fisted uh, with the battle axe uh, to the nearest one. That would be a seven. <laughs> That's a miss. You uh, take a swipe at one who is uh, who is running by. And he is taken down with another arrow. I told you to pay attention. You're going to get yourself killed. God's above. No, no, no dice are going to help me in this situation. His taint is too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I teabagged the shit out of those dice. <laughs> son? Uh, son, having just received a nice sharp poke in the side, uh, is awakened. Uh, full alert now. He takes a moment to take in the battlefield. And being fairly tall, I may be able to see somewhat across the barricades. What do I see? How many fighting groups? What kind of numbers? It's the largest number of faceless ones that you, you've seen before. Um, there is one. One rider. And one rider only. Outside of the gate. Um, several yards away from where Mokui and um, Longway are. It just sits astride its, its dark steed watching. Um, inside the compound, there's probably a half a dozen, half a dozen groups of combatants. There is um, a, a maelstrom of arrows uh, being fired occasionally in unison that are are taking out a number of of the enemies. Uh, Dash and Madri are with one cluster of probably 20 or 30 individuals that are involved in this swirling melee. There is um, Earring, who stands alone in the center of the, the glade with his bow drawn, and there are just waves of them charging towards him on their way seemingly to where Dash and Madri are. Longway and um, Mokui are relatively close to one another. The sea of, of combatants has stopped washing over them, but they have a pocket of enemies that are in their, in their midst that they are battling with. And then there are various other groups of... Uh, fairy foot soldiers that are engaged with with the faceless ones. It's very difficult to tell who who is winning. The uh, the sounds of the dying and injured fairies are, are 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 very loud. The faceless ones they they don't utter a sound. Um, so it's very hard to maintain like troop morale. But the the tiny combatants are doing the best they can against their um their their invaders if i were to try to predict the distance from the tree to the wall and then from the wall to the rider um the tree to the barricade i suppose tree to the barricade yeah uh 
Maybe 20 yards. 60 feet. And then the barricade to the rider? Um, probably another another 100 yards. Perhaps yeah. even more. Okay. But um, he is in in the forest uh, as well. Is he on fire? He is not. Okay. Uh, that, that gives me a lot of help. I have two combatants next to me. I'm not generally that much interested in them. Uh, can I easily climb over the barricade? Am I large enough for that? It, it won't take a lot for you to climb over the barricade. Um, you're, you're much larger than anything there. Even the faceless ones, they're, they're dwarfed by your size. So uh, as I move away from the, the two uh, attempting to harm me, they will, of course, get a chance to harm me as I move away, uh, which I'm going to do and make a straight line for the rider moving at maximum speed. So I might get to the top of the wall or over the barricade this turn. Who knows? If, I, if I'm not dead from the stabbing. Um, you <laughs> you break into a run. They um, they attempt to strike you down as you pass by them. Uh, they are You are able to avoid their attacks uh, effortlessly, it seems, um, and make your way towards the uh, the barricade itself, um, passing by pockets of of combatants. Long way. I'm gonna see if I can thin the herd just a little bit more. So, um, pick another target, and with sword and battle axe in hand, uh, the, the one you took out with your tail strike. Yep, he is not dead. Just so you know. Okay. Um. He's at my feet. All right, so I will take my sword and stab down at him. I have advantage. That's going to be a dirty 20. And that is going to be six points damage. You thrust your sword down into his chest, give it a little twist for good measure, and pull it out. There's a gout of blood that follows it. I'm going to step on his chest, step over him, draw my sword as I do so, and bring my hand axe down upon the next combatant. Uh, That is only going to be a 12. That'll be a miss. Yep. Dash. As I scream, suck, boss, I rage again and attempt to rip his thumb off his hand. Does Dash kiss his mother with that mouth? All that cussing. What mother? That is a 21 dirty. 21 will will hit. Two, five, seven points of damage. And you thrust your sword into his chest, pull it out, and he drops to one knee and falls face first into the dirt. Two more move into his place. I will use my movement now that I am raging and begin circling their uh, feet individually until I use up 30 feet of movement. So you're like a little dog. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Is he he not uh, provoking attacks of opportunity? He would be provoking attacks of opportunity all over the place. They're all at half. Uh, That's why I do it. Half of nothing is still nothing, so I, I, it seems. I really, I, re- I really want to see like you know, Dash like do some anti-Peta uh, commercials. <laughs> like as I listen to everything, like Dash is just like murder animals, murder animals. <laughs> Why would I be anti-people eating tasty animals? <laughs> uh, Dash is racing about the enemy's ankles and and the whatnot, weaving in and out. And they're all uh, attempting to strike him, uh, having very little luck in in doing so. Madri, what are you going to do? So I assume I have at least one in front of me that's trying to attack me. Uh, Behind that one, is there a line of them, a group of them? There is a more of a cluster, yeah. Okay. Uh, A swirling cluster of faceless ones attempting to uh, poke and stab and, and, and... stomp and bash the irksome fairy at their feet. All right. Uh, Madri is going to uh, lash out at the one in front of him with a punch. 
uh, 20, not natural. Um, acid damage, five damage. To the same target? To the same target. And then uh, he's going to um, lean forward and scream in the tongue of the dragons, uh, releasing a cone of 15-foot cone in front of him. Um, is there a saving throw associated with that? There is a saving throw. Uh, Fifteen foot cone, two d four damage. Uh, it's going to be fire. Deck save DC twelve. They take five damage. As as you're weaving your way through these things' feet, um, you suddenly feel like this infernal blast um, above the top of your head, and you see uh, Madri open. He's got his mouth open. And there is this, this inferno emitting from his, his mouth as the faceless ones again grow ablaze. Um, they teeter around for a while, and they begin to fall around you. So now you're no longer dodging the uh, axe and spear and sword thrusts, but falling flaming bodies as they begin to fall around you. Please belch first next time so I know it's coming. <laughs> the the punch prior to the uh, to the breath weapon um, finishes off that opponent that was in front of you. And he drops to his knees and falls face first just as you emit your flaming breath weapon. Madry hiccups afterwards. And Mokui. I'll attack one of the ones in, that are around me. And you're right, Scott's dice are fucked up. That is a miss. What'd you roll? A two. Oh. <laughs> That's good stuff. And then I am going to, I know it's going to provoke some attacks of opportunity, can I see the, the rider that's out by us? He's, yes. I'm going to charge toward him, and at the end of my run, I'm going to make a leap and then bonus action back into myself. I'm going to try to land on him. <laughs> You're going to reach out and touch someone? Yep. Got a nat 20? That misses. <laughs> Knows it hits for 11 points of damage. Okay, as you run through the crowd and out into the forest towards the dark rider, the dark rider begins to move towards the barricade on its on its horse, slowly moving its way. Um, as you're you're running. Towards him, you see Sun leap over the barricade. You can see this massive black form racing towards the rider as well, Sun. Um, earring. More faceless ones race towards you, seemingly to, uh, to where Dash and Madri are. They... Um, their enemies are ablaze. You can see um, Earring backlit by the flames of the burning bodies. Um, each one that approaches you, Earring, uh, takes a swipe at you with a sword, spear, or battle axe. The highest number I got was a 16. That hit. You take two points of damage. No. As they attack me, do they run past me, which would provoke an attack they, of opportunity? They are, yep. So how many, do I just only get one? One. Okay. 
That's a 16. That'll hit. So it's double-fisted. Um, so it'd be eight points of normal damage and one point of psychic damage. One of them, uh, the last one to go by you, you swing your battle axe and catch him in the midsection. Uh, you strike him with such force that he almost folds in half and drops his spear. Um, then uh, over your shoulder whizzes an arrow. And as you look over your shoulder out of the corner of your eye, you see one behind you with its uh, long sword raised high and arrow sticking out of its forehead. It drops and the elderly archer just shakes his head and hobbles on. Son, as you are leaping over the, the barricade, several of the faceless ones, they just, they don't do anything. They, uh, they observe me closely? They, um, they, they attempt to engage you. You deftly dodge out of their way. It's remarkable your agility for such a large target and you leap over the barricade, um, avoiding blows from those on the other side that are still trying to climb over and are now racing towards the, the dark rider. Long way, as it often happens, you begin to attract the attention of your, your enemies. Just the way I like it. And they continue their onslaught at you. 14. Didn't think so. Uh, you, you are set upon by other combatants. They they surround you in a half moon formation. There's three of them. Um, one moves in, and with a head strike, which you are able to maneuver out of your way from the other one, uh, anticipating you're going to step into his blow, uh, comes at you with a low thrust. But you are able to parry that out of the way with your long sword. And one comes at you from the back and you're able to pivot on on your heel as you block that initial blow and parry that with your hand axe. Dash, there is a stream of enemies running past Earring uh, towards you. The bodies are still burning. You don't have any, uh, any of your previous group of assailants that are still standing. One of them runs at you and swings his axe over his head and he misses. I'm assuming a six will miss you. That is the correct assumption. Madri, two of the individuals come charging towards you. They're wielding spears, these nasty bone spears. They stop a few yards ahead of you and they cock their arms back and they throw their spears at you. And you parry one and are able to slap the other one aside. I uh, spend a key point and grab it. Oh, you're going to do the Viking thing. You're going to yeah, throw it back? I am going to throw it back. <laughs> um, Viking, nothing to do to the monk thing. That's right. <laughs> David Carradine in Kung Fu. One plus six. So it would have hit me, right? Oh, no, never mind. It didn't hit me. I missed it. It, it missed me. So just nothing happens. It goes by me. Yep. You knock him out of the way. You just knocked yep. him out of the way. That was, see? Yeah, it got me all hit. excited. I thought we were going to have an epic moment. It has to be a successful hit. I have tried to catch many flying things, including creatures. You didn't even bother to try to catch Dash. It's useful. The one flying thing you really needed to catch. He's got wings. I was good. <laughs> Mokui, you are making your way towards the... Um, the rider. The rider. Who is trotting towards uh, what looks like he's either going towards Longway or he's going to enter the battle in in the grove. Well, I was using my bonus action after I, I leapt to change back into myself, and I'm going to try to grapple him. Okay. Make an attack roll. I still miss. I was say you. I'm already <laughs> laughing because you. It's like he gave up with the real dice. He's gone to digital. <laughs> those aren't those aren't real dice. Those are Scott's dice. <laughs> oh, you're rolling Scott's dice. No wonder. Yep. So I missed them anyway. Move the dice away from the phone. 
That's probably it. <laughs> hey, I rolled those dice where I rolled Scott's dice for most of the week. <laughs> you race towards the rider, and he sees you coming in the wolf form, and you leap, and he draws his sword, and the massive body of the wolf shrinks into this flying frog-like form. <laughs> And you... It's gone from a wolf to a beanbag chair. <laughs> and you you hit him dead on in the chest plate and bounce off. Uh, roll me a d20. You should have licked yourself first. I don't have to. I ooze. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I know. Going for. Go, go for 18. You. Okay. Uh, earring. The... Onslaught is happening. Um, they continue to race in your direction. The ones that have uh, passed by you, you see that um, Madri and Dash are now engaged with. Uh, any that are approaching, I'm yes. going to, uh, I'm going to attack uh, the nearest approaching one. I'm going to cast Zephyr Strike on myself to give myself advantage. Eighteen. That's a good hit. That's great damage. Eight. Uh, so seven points of normal damage, eight points of force damage, and four points of psychic damage for a total of nineteen. He. Sorry. Take that. Sorry, uh, I forgot to add my plus uh, twenty-one. Any, yeah, I have plus two. Any more math you need to do there? <laughs> no. You've already turned him to dust. <laughs> I was wondering where my abacus went. <laughs> he uh, he runs up, uh, axe at the ready, and you strike him with your battle axe, uh, severing the upper half of his body, separating it from the trunk. And there is this great display of spraying blood as the limp body falls on the ground in front of you. Sun is now... Actually, I'm going to move uh, my, uh, so I have 30 feet uh, with the Zephyr Strike and an additional 30 feet. And I'm going to move towards the, I'm going to move towards Dash and Madri and I don't provoke attack as of opportunity. Okay. And son, you have just bore witness to Mokui uh, leap at the Dark Rider transform into himself and uh, you assume he misses his mark because he bounces off the chest plate of the the dark rider does the rider continue to move um he or does he stop right above Mokui? he you don't really know where Mokui is okay i just saw him disappear yeah there was a bounce and then um a wet whoop. splat like a ball yeah. wet paper towels <laughs> under the, the horse you, you, um, <laughs> caught up in a stirrup, you, you Mokui is my good friend, but this might not work that well for Mokui. Um, I stop and I lean fist to forehead and I reach up to the sky and bring down a beam of moonlight upon the Dark Rider. There is a, um, you summon the energies of the Wilderin and the, the, the earth speaks to the to the moon, and the moon sends a column of vibrant light down from the heavens, illuminating the rider. And that's where we'll leave it for this week. This is your DM, Scott, and that is all we have time for this week. Join us next time as the adventure continues on a DMD story. Thank you to our cast, Marcus Holt, Frank Wieden, Ben Petrie, Bill Robitaille, Louis Aponte, and... The angry fairy himself, Sin Morse. A special thanks to you, our listeners. You are why we do this every week. We'll see you next time in the dojo.